Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It's the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Right now it's six minutes after the top of the hour. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877 Bob Live. 877-262-5483. The war against Hamas in Israel continues unabated. And uh, I dealt with this just a little bit yesterday, how world opinion has quickly turned against Israel And uh, Israel is really, really united. One thing that the attack on October 7th did in Israel is to unite most Israelis. Uh, Before that, Israel was a very divided country, uh, very much like the United States. If you follow Israeli politics at all— You know that for the last, uh, oh my goodness, at least the last 10 years, uh, they've had one parliament after another, one government after another. They have a government, then the government loses their majority and they have to have another election. Uh, They're not a two-party system in Israel like we are. I don't remember how many parties they have, but they have over a dozen different political parties. And in order to elect a prime minister, you've got to get this party and this party and this party and this party to agree to go together and vote together, uh, vote together and create a voting block so that you can have the majority in the Knesset. And then that could change two weeks later, and uh, the government falls, and then they've got to have another election. Uh, it's it has well, it's it's been very very divided. And whoever the prime minister is, and of course, Benjamin Netanyahu was voted out, and then he was voted in. He has served longer, I believe, than any other previous prime minister, but he has always had a razor-thin majority. And so he's had to work with other parties and so on and so forth. So Israel has been very divided. From what I can gather and everything I'm hearing, not anymore. They understand the danger posed to them since the attack on October 7th. And most Israelis understand if they're going to continue as a nation and if they have any security whatsoever, the terrorist organization called Hamas has got to be destroyed. And so for the most part, they're very united for the first time in a long, long time. Well, most of the rest of the world is united against Israel. And as you know, at times it seems like America is their only friend. And I told you this, and I'm not trying to say I told you so, but I told you so. When October 7th, occurred. I made a little prediction. I said, uh, Joe Biden will stand absolutely, completely, 100% behind Israel. 
for a short time. And then little by little by little, he is going to give a public persona of his support for Israel. And behind the scenes, he is going to undermine Benjamin Netanyahu. He is going to undermine Israel. He's going to be a part of negotiations that will undermine Israel, their safety, their security. And that's exactly what has happened. Joe Biden is trying to walk the fine line of pleasing those who support Israel while not offending the uh, pro-Hamas, pro-Muslim, pro-Arab, pro-Palestinian portion of the American population, which is getting larger and larger and larger. So behind the scenes, Joe Biden has been putting a great deal of pressure on Benjamin Netanyahu. You got to sign a ceasefire. You got to stop. You got to sign a ceasefire. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu has said, um, yeah, sure. If they uh, return all of the hostages, if they agree to our terms, if they surrender, of course we will sign a ceasefire, but not until then. And if you watch this kind of thing, uh, eating an ice cream cone, (laughs) what? Oh, the people behind Joe Biden must not sleep very much at night. And I'm being serious because they never know what he's going to do. And obviously they are advising him not to look senile while licking on a cone of ice cream. But anyway, earlier this week, while uh, had a, Cone of ice cream in his hand, looking uh, looking like a, a senile old man. And I try to say that with as much respect as I can. But he's uh, chomping away, licking away on an ice cream cone. And he predicts we're very close to a ceasefire. I believe a ceasefire will come around by this weekend. Well, this is Friday. And uh, we are no closer, from everything I can gather, everything I can read, we are no closer to a ceasefire than we were two months ago. But there is good news. While Israel is losing a great deal of support from around the world, American support is still very strong. A Harvard University, and you know how left-leaning Harvard is, a brand-new Harvard University poll, several questions. Number one, in this conflict, do you support more Israel or more Hamas? 82% Israel. This is general population across the board, Republican, Democrat, Independent, young, old, 82%. Again, the question, in this conflict, do you support more Israel or more Hamas? 82%. Next question. Do you think Israel is trying to avoid civilian casualties in fighting its war against Hamas or not trying to avoid such casualties? 
68% say yes. They're doing everything they can to avoid casualties, civilian casualties. Only 32% say no. Uh, Next question. Do you favor an unconditional ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war that would leave everyone in place? Or do you think any ceasefire should happen only after the release of all hostages and Hamas is removed from power? 67% say no ceasefire until all hostages are released and Hamas has been completely removed from power. Only 33% disagree with that. So, in spite of all of the propaganda from the liberal left, in spite of all the propaganda from the squad, in spite of all the propaganda from the United Nations, in spite of all the propaganda from the Biden White House, the American public stands very, very strongly in support of Israel. That's good news. And I think we can use a little bit of good news. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. We'll return. Well, evidently, the uh, the hearing down in Atlanta, Georgia, concerning the prosecution of Donald Trump for interfering in the election in Georgia, uh, the hearing that's been going on for a couple of weeks is about the uh, state attorney, Fannie Willis, who hired a special prosecutor to prosecute Donald Trump, and then it was found out they were, well, they were shacking up together. Yeah, conflict of interest, uh, possibly. Uh, misspending of state dollars, mm, possibly. Lying under oath, mm, possibly. Uh, so some of the attorneys for Donald Trump brought up this case, brought it to court. It's been going on for a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, lots of lurid details about the romantic relationship between Fannie Lewis and or Willis and her boyfriend, who is the special prosecutor. And the big deal, when did it start? How did it start? Uh, the money that was paid? Uh, anyway. Uh, The hearing wrapped up just moments ago, and to my knowledge, the hearing is done. The judge says he is going to issue a ruling probably within two weeks. Could be sooner, could be later. What might he decide? He might decide all of those accusations were phony baloney. 
the uh, case against Donald Trump can continue just as it was. He could rule that way. Uh, He could rule. uh, There was inappropriate behavior here, but certainly not enough to remove the prosecutor and so issue a slap on the wrist, maybe a fine or just a, a dressing down from the bench and the prosecution of Donald Trump would continue. That's a possibility. There is also the possibility that the judge would rule that uh, the relationship between the two were inappropriate, and that means conflict of interest, which would hinder the prosecution, and Fonnie Willis and her boyfriend would be removed from the case completely. That is a possibility. If that were to happen, the case could just crumble. It could just go away. Another prosecutor could be appointed. The case could be resurrected under another prosecutor's uh, jurisdiction. Uh, Whatever the case, it's going to delay this case against Donald Trump and the other defendants for quite some time. Oh, the other determination that could be made, the judge could determine that Fonnie Willis and her boyfriend actually lied under oath, which would mean they could be charged with perjury. Now, does that mean then that they would have to go to a trial to defend themselves against the charges of perjury? That is above my pay grade, and I don't know. So, we just don't know. Uh, It will probably be two weeks. Could be longer, could be shorter, but this is going to be a major, major decision concerning future prosecution of Donald Trump. Uh, I think it was, uh, what was it, Wednesday? The Supreme Court agreed Uh, to take one of the major cases against Donald Trump uh, to determine whether he has presidential immunity from actions that he took while he was president. Uh, That would mean the charges of uh, election interference, uh, the insurrection, etc. All of those would be thrown out if it was determined that uh, presidents have basically blanket immunity while they are president. That's going to be a very important case not just for Donald Trump, but for future presidents as well. So anyway, a lot of things happening. And uh, right now, almost everything that's happening is good news for Donald Trump. Either cases are being thrown out, the potential of prosecution being thrown out, at least delay, which means it is highly unlikely that Donald Trump could be prosecuted, found guilty before the election. It looks like his strategy of delaying is working. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. So much up in the air. But anyway, the Fonnie Willis case, uh, the hearings have uh, closed. It is now in the judge's hands, and he says he will try to bring a decision uh, within the next two weeks. Uh, 
most of you know I'm a news junkie. I I love to watch the news, listen to the news, report the news. I've been that way since I was a teenager. But you need to understand, folks, and I continue to tell you this. You can't trust the news. You can't. And that's why the American public has so little confidence, whether it's your local TV news, local radio news, newspapers, mainstream media, cable news. The American public has very little confidence in the news because they know it's slanted. It's biased. It's not really news. Basically, almost all of the news today is biased editorial. There's very little hard news reporting. Brand new research indicates that if you go to Google and you try to find news on Google, 63% of the time, the news that you will find when you go to Google, 63% of the news reported on Google is biased to the left. I actually thought it would be higher than that. But um, 63% of all Google News is biased to the left. Left-wing or left-leaning news sources, left-wing or left-leaning reporting. That's why I continue to plead with you. Do not believe everything you see, read, or hear. Check it out for yourself. You can't trust the news media. And that indeed is sad.